Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walk the dogs, school drop-off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer, then no time left for a jog. When everyone else is relying on you, it's easy to put your needs last. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist online, so you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. Gotta walk the dogs, school drop-off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer practice, then... There goes the extra time for a jog. (sighs) That's okay. Maybe next week. When everyone else relies on you, it's easy to put your needs last. Therapy is a dedicated time to focus on what you need to be happy. So you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want, by chat, phone, or video call. Go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com. Ladies and gentlemen, tuned in, new episode, Music is a Love Language. I'm your host, Clint Coley. No AKAs, we gonna get right into it. Before I introduce my guest, though, please again, excuse my voice. These three episodes were done in D.C. As you can see, I'm live right by the Black Box Theater, right next to the film. We're like, I'm here, well, I'm in Silver Spring, but that means I'm out here, right? Like, niggas be like, Clint, I pull up, and I'm getting, I'm getting my money's worth with this space today. Ladies and gentlemen, my girl, Todd Davis. Yes. Me, 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 me. Yeah. I'm going to be here with you. What's up, though? I always want you on the podcast. Fun fact. Okay. You were on the last real episode of Advice for Fuckboy. I was. You was on the la- You closed it out. We had a good time. I was. I, nigga, I cried after the episode. I was like, damn, this shit is over. You know? It was the end of an era. And and here we are, it's new beginnings. Yes. Todd Davis. Yes. We're about to talk some music, Todd Let's Davis. talk about it. Let's talk some music, all right. Now, you're one of the ones that be in my comments, or you'll be in my DMs, not saying I'm pretty. <laughs> you be bad. You be in my DMs like, this take is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Stupid. All right. But I like that word you just said, stupid, mm-hmm. because you may not have noticed this, but you say stupid like the place you've been living for the last 20 years. All right. I disagree, but okay. That's okay. You you did say, you said stew, but it's cool. Okay. I want to tell the history. No, like, <laughs> okay. 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 I want to talk about, I want to talk, I don't really want to talk about Baltimore music, right? Okay. I want to talk about you've lived here for the last 20 years. Right? Yeah. Or not here. You live in Baltimore. Right. You know what I'm saying? You a whore for real. No, <laughs> you a whore for real. Yeah. Yay, dummy. All right. But you worked in radio too. I did. You know, give, let's talk about that era when you worked in radio and also Baltimore people, you know, artists from Baltimore. 
who came through, came through your radio. Like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Okay. Area. So how long were you on radio? People don't know this. So I was on radio from 2016 to mm. uh, 2020, like yeah, right, right up to the pandemic part. Um, once things kind of opened back up, you know, I poked my head out, but ultimately yeah. my radio career ended in 2020. Mm. And I love radio. Mm-hmm. I I just it's I'm gonna get back on radio. Well, first of all, who let's talk about this. Who was the dope radio stations back in the day in Baltimore? So in Baltimore, like back in the day, even still to this day, mm-hmm. 92Q, okay. which is 92.3. Yeah. And then of course you've got uh Magic 95.9, which is more like the older who were the, the disc jockeys, y'all? Who were like who's some dope ass local like Okay. So I might be telling my age. No, that's fine. We but I don't care. So for 92Q or 92.3, um, it was, as far back as I can remember, it was like Mark Clark in the Big Fat Morning Show. I remember I, I remember Mark Clark. It was a. It was an auspicious occasion. I ain't Mark trying to start Clark, no So stuff. Mark Clark was that nigga. Yes. Like, it, he was so much that guy that when his show went off the air, we had... We had no, the audience, the listeners, we, we didn't know this was coming. We didn't know this was happening. So the next day when radio came on, I think it was like the Ricky Smiley morning show that came and we was like, Hey, 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 where's Mark? And, um, and so the Ricky Smiley morning show was on for a while. And then, um, you know, of course, like, and I'm mixing up the, the years and the time. So they had like, uh, K-Swift. Which was the club mm. queen? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so she was K Swift was Baltimore club Baltimore music. club music. She's queen. the one, yeah, yeah, like slide to the left, yeah. like she, you know, she was that, and then she passed away tragically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like years ago, it was yeah. it was the well, city was mourning a great deal. You know what I mean? So you can, so let's let's real quick. <clears throat> so you're saying we can't tell the story of Baltimore music without K Swift? Absolutely not. Okay, I'm just. I, for those who don't know, we, oh, okay, and let's give that woman her flowers. Talk like, if you if you try to tell the story of Baltimore club music without K Swift, you are severely mistaken. And I'll go a little further back. Uh, Sean Caesar, okay, who listen like uh, unruly records. Like I'm talking about, he goes back to like when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, my mom's from Baltimore. Okay, so my mom knows all of. All of the people that were coming up. So you got Sean Caesar, who, mm-hmm. by the way, um, was the program director and my boss when I worked on radio. Um, then you got DJ Scotty B, one of the coldest DJs still to this day, mm-hmm. to this day. Uh, then you got uh, the franchise, Jay Claxton, who, when I got my start in radio, I was a co-host on his show. And then that platformed me into my own show. Um, you got Pork Chop. Uh, oh my shop. god! Yeah, pork shop. Um, pork shop is. Listen, pork shop. Shout out to pork shop. You ever heard a, a Baltimore <laughs> club song? And you hear Ain't that? That Doug's dog on the show, Doug. <laughs> but like, like if you ever heard like a, a Baltimore club song, you heard somebody go, "Bring in the cats." That's pork shop. That's that. So like, he was DJ. Like he still DJs. Like he's still out here to this so day. For me, real quick, I want to touch on Baltimore club music. Baltimore club music for me was my, that was the first time I went outside. Okay. So like when I say went outside, like the first time you're allowed to go outside for real when we was growing up was middle school. Like yeah. elementary school, you wasn't really outside yet. But by the time you got to middle school, so we talking sixth, seventh grade-ish, your parents will let you go to a party. Okay. You could go to a party. 
I remember from me ages 11 to 14, every basement party I went to was percolator. Every basement party I went to was where the ladies at? Where the ladies at? Where the, 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 the check yeah. it out. Like, like, nigga, that was my, like, nigga, yes. And, yeah. and it was crazy because it was like, yo, I remember, first of all, I didn't like this. My sister used to just listen to Baltimore club music. Like, not at the club. Or yeah. not, like, she'd be in her room and just sitting there just like, I'm like, how can you just sit there like that and listen to, like. It's a vibe. But I got to dance, my nigga. Like, I can't. We'll see. I, I'm not bumping Baltimore club music in my car. Okay. So the funny but thing Baltimore about Baltimore niggas it, are. I, I was going to say, now, so my formative years, like, my, like, childhood years were spent in North Carolina, but all my family is from Baltimore. So I would get to listen to the Baltimore club music when I would come to visit my family for the summers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I would always, I'm old. I would always leave with tapes, like actual tapes. You had to stick the pencil in, like tapes, That's right? Lit. That's lit. So, no, and first of all, you ain't. I remember tapes. I had tapes. I had a Max Maxwell. Had okay. Used to make dope tapes, like. So hey. I would take the tapes home. So I would be the kid in North Carolina, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, where I'm from. Which, they would, oh, we like that music where that's from. Oh, that's, you know, from Baltimore. This is my family. So I was the, like. You was I putting niggas on. Yeah, I was putting niggas But no. I wasn't, like, a DJ or nothing. I was no, like, but you put, but if you, yeah. got some, if you got some shit that don't nobody else yeah. know about, like, you, you like that. Yeah. There ain't nothing wrong with that. It's like, like, I, I truly feel like Baltimore is one of those places where I feel like you need a passport. To go to Baltimore because it's a completely different culture. It's a completely different like space from the from the vernacular, like if everything. I, if I can be honest, and we're talking the East Coast, mm -hmm. so we're talking as far north as Boston, because you know people out people from down south and out west group us all together. Mm -hmm. Boston, New York, Philly, Philly. Baltimore, DC. Mm -hmm. Right. I can genuinely say. I can tell when somebody's from Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I know the difference. Mm -hmm. I can tell when somebody's from Baltimore. Yeah. Like, first of all, shout out to DL's road manager, Gary Monroe. That's my man, Gary Monroe. <laughs> Gary Monroe. Anyway, smooth as Baltimore dude. He's from uh, where's Dofield at? Okay, Dofield. Look at Dofield. Okay, yeah, I don't know that's that it. At? Yeah, that that's well. So it's in the city, the Dofield. That that's like no. Okay, I don't know. I'm, I'm asking. That is like we'll call that like northeast. Okay, northeast yeah. Baltimore. Northeast okay. and like like depending on where you at in um. Like, cause there's Dolefield, like there were homes, like townhomes and okay. stuff like and that. And mind you, he grew up so, in the sixties and Oh yeah, so it's probably way different way than different, what yeah. I'm thinking of. <laughs> but it is not West. Alright. So, all right. We still talking about the story of Baltimore. So mm -hmm. we we talk, so K Swift is in the conversation. Yes, absolutely. The story and we're not just talking about Baltimore club music, just Baltimore music. Music. People period. from Baltimore. She's in that conversation. Yeah, and I think there was like a documentary some years ago where they talked about like, like the history of when club we, music. When we mentioned famous musicians from Baltimore, yeah. she's in the conversation. And then like you can even, well, and I know a lot of people, man, I know this was like Miss Tony. Um, okay. Uh, was like, those are the names. So you got Miss Tony, you got K-Swift, you got, like I said, Sean Caesar. Like to this day, there's nobody 
that doesn't know who he is and like he's still embedded in the music culture mm -hmm. you know managing artists putting artists on and even the kids and i don't want to call them kids but they're adults but they're younger than me coming up now you got the you got the young mooses you got the Taco bangs you mm -hmm. got um little scooter may he rest in peace like the the music culture that like they have a music that i've never heard anywhere mm -hmm. else mm -hmm. so baltimore has its own music own team for sure perfect all right so but all right so let's keep talking about artists from Baltimore. Mm. When you think of art, music artists from Baltimore, give me some people that come to mind. So we already said K Swift. She's she's yeah, and she's more like DJ. Yeah, but still though, yeah. it's like when you you. But Baltimore club music is a thing. Yes, right. So when we talk about music, we have to we have to acknowledge. Like when I was talking on an episode about DC. Okay, Marvin Gaye's from DC. We I did didn't know that. Told you. Wow, I was today years old. Told you. Wow. Fuck okay. You. I'm sorry. I'm y'all watching this, but like Marcus is still here. I said it on the podcast. I said most people wouldn't know that Marvin Gaye's from. No. Told you. I don't know why I thought he was like from the Midwest. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But the point I'm making is right. He's in the conversation when it comes to people from DC who may. But just as much as he's important, Rare Essence is important. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just as much as Marvin Gaye's important, Ari Lennox is important. Yes. You know absolutely. So just as much as K Swift is important, who's a local legend, right? Mm -hmm. Who else we got? Um, like I said, uh, from Baltimore, uh, Miss Tony, um, and Miss Tony. That the world knows. So I'm <laughs> trying to be politically correct, and yeah, you, you know, Miss, but Miss Tony was so Miss Tony passed away. Miss Tony was a man. Okay, so like Frida. Yes. All right, that's cool. But I don't know how to, so I don't. Yeah, Frida. Shout out to Frida, New Orleans. Don't Frida. DM me. And, uh, you're not. Listen, bitch, we, I, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so, Miss Tony, like, and I and I still to this day, like, Miss Tony has, is, like, known for quotables. Like, Miss Tony said, how you want Kurt? What's up? What's up? You know what I mean? And it's like, Kurt, that means carry it. Like, how you trying to act? I think yeah. that's how, like people further up north talk about it but um yeah so like those are just some of the people um that i know and then of course like i said the younger cats the newer cats that are coming up now um like one of my favorites is uh take Bang. he's active now he's made mm -hmm. his own music he actually has music that are like baltimore anthems mm -hmm. matter of fact take Bang's song was featured on um the show that used to come on HBO, Ballers. Ballers, okay. Yeah, so 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 his song was on that. He also does a lot of work with other artists like Nelly, Nicki Minaj, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And he he makes great music. I Perfect. really I really like Takeo Bang. You can't talk about Baltimore music without talking Take about him. Yeah, for sure. Um, you just put me on. No, he's. I never heard of Takeo Bang. Yeah, he's. So I'm going. I'm going, and he's new. No, he's no. not new. He like he's been around for a while, but he's a young guy. So he's been doing the music oh, thing okay. for so long, but he's he's like a young OG. Okay, let yeah. me ask you a question. If if Takeo Bay said he's doing a show in Baltimore, it's selling out. Yes, one hundred percent. People are coming to that. I won't be there because I'm a little older and I like you know. I get it. I get yeah, it. but it's sold but, out. Absolutely. That's all I need to hear. Sold out, yeah. And then, uh, like, uh, I think, I don't know if he still has a young on it, but Young Moose, like, he has a couple of songs that I like. Oh, I forget the one boy, uh, the YBS Scola boy. He's got some good songs, Ooh. too. YBS Scola. Now, I don't know what the YB and the S for. I think it stands for, like, Young Ballers 
smoking. Like I don't know. Okay, so he's got this. He's, he's got this song that's like, "I'm a young baller. Every day we stay." That song was hard. It and was that, a that, huge hit in Baltimore. Absolutely. Okay. Like yeah. So you got the, you got those young guys coming up. Then you got uh and like um. Was it like some of these guys, some of these kids actually ran with like Meek Mill. So there was like the Baltimore, mm, you know, Philly collab. Mm, okay. So, yeah, like, hey, Baltimore music scene is, is like that. It's like, hey. No, we, yeah. listen, we don't disrespect Baltimore's music scene. You guys got, like, you know, we got to mention these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, um, other niggas from the Druid Park. I was going to say, we, uh, I was, I was going to give us time so we get there. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. What I was gonna say though is we don't disrespect Baltimore music yeah. because we, listen, man, we should respect we should disrespect anybody's city because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, every if you got a sound, yeah, you contributed something. And also, I want to say this too, right? I want y'all with with this podcast too. When I do these episodes about the story of certain cities, right? The reason why I do these is because let's let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. History is getting lost. Because it's not getting told. Right? I agree with that. You have to get like the re- y'all tell y'all talk about something that's part of what's wrong with society. Mm-hmm. Part of it is is that the history is not being passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. Y'all not talking about it because a lot of y'all don't. You, either you don't care. You don't know it, or you, or you don't. don't yeah, yeah. Or you don't care to know it. And the thing is, it's so important to know this stuff. And the reason why I say that is because we don't want these legends to ever die. Mm-hmm. You know, like think about it, like. I don't, I, I, like, when we're talking, like, we go to Detroit and we talk about Motown. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to still hear, like, we still got, Smokey's still here. Yeah. Barry Gordy is still here. These stories that whatever, like, you know, they, like, I want to hear, or these stories should be told. Like, I want to hear, like, yeah, man, I remember the day the Temptations came in the studio and we signed them. I remember the day, first time seeing Michael Jack. Like, we mm-hmm. need to talk, this stuff needs to be talked about. So, I just want to make that clear when we talk about, oh, just Baltimore music in yeah. general. Like, we may not know it. I may not know it. Yeah. But find out about it. You might yeah. like it. And then, and, and to be fair, like, some so of the I'm stuff. Look up, what's the boy's name? Again, uh, Take Bang. Take Bang. Yeah. I'm, he's on my list. And so it's like, in the, the majority of the people that I talked about, like, we kind of started talking about, like, the club music and then, yeah. like, radio. And some of the guys I talked about were, like, rappers. Um, but I will not let this conversation end No, no, no. We know, we know, discussing. we know, we know R&B. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But before we get to... I'm r and Before we get to everybody's favorite, mm-hmm. right? Give me some people that you... So remember we said Marvin Gaye is from... Yeah. You see, you didn't know. I didn't. Give me some people who R&B artists that's from Baltimore that we probably don't know. We didn't know it's from Baltimore. I mean, if you don't know this, that would be weird, in my opinion. But Drew Hill, but out the, of outside course, of them, you know what I mean. Outside of them, but, yeah. um, but outside of that, I, I don't. Now, somebody might have to correct me on this. I think Rough Ends is the. Are they from DC or Rough Ends? Someone to love you. you know I don't know if they're from DC or if they're. <laughs> you know what I mean, Baltimore. But I think I they're know, from this. My favorite area. Rough Ends song is they're from they're from Baltimore. Okay, so I was right. Okay, remember that song? No, no more shopping screens, no more late night creams, no more VIP, no more dough. We can't even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I know a little something. That was my shit. That was like '99. That was mm-hmm. coming. That was around the same. That song. That shit came out around the same. I remember that and heard it all before. Okay. Used to be like in the rotation. It was. I remember. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. 
Now, like, we can talk about, like, some artists that may not necessarily be from Baltimore, the Maryland area. but they're, they're, like, a part of the culture. So, Ooh. like, Little Mo, right? Little Mo, okay. So, no, no, Little Mo is You know, she's sure. not from Baltimore. Where's she from? So, Mo is from, and I grew up with her. <laughs> That's a flex. Okay. Hey, Mo. But, uh, but uh, so, originally from New York, okay. but her family, uh, military family. So ah, I, she's... Right, so I connected with them in Fayetteville, North Carolina. That's where we know each other from, Fort Bragg. Um, but she did; she's done a lot and still does a lot uh, between yes. the DMV yes. like areas. So we know her there. We take her there. They actually, one of the videos that she was in with... Uh, if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Um, ja Rule was shot. So that was what, what I was getting ready to say. Yeah. Like, so in the DC episode we was talking about, I said, we talk about Donnie Simpson. Mm-hmm. Donnie Simpson's not necessarily from DC. He's exactly. Oh, wow. So you see what I Exactly. My mind is the same. But the point I'm making is, though, Lil Mo not technically being from Baltimore doesn't change anything. Right, she's still like she's a Baltimore artist, right? We like we claim her. I would say we claim her. Y'all claim her. She claims y'all. Like y'all go together. I'm not from Baltimore, but Baltimore is my home, and Baltimore claims me. If you you claim, listen, that's that's a relationship. Yes, you claim me, I claim you. Yeah, we go together. We go together. Baltimore claims you. You claim Baltimore. You fucking Baltimore. So Lil Mo, I'm, yeah, y'all together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's like other people coming up, and I don't want people like to watch it to be like, oh, I can't believe she no, didn't mention. No, you shut your ass up, okay? Oh, but I know there's other names of like other like rap artists and stuff like that. And the the other crazy thing, there's a lot of underground, yeah. unknown. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, there you are know, some you amazing. You know who I know is from Baltimore. I believe Raheem Devon is from Baltimore. Yeah. No, well, I thought he was from like DC. I believe he's. Yeah. I believe he's more Baltimore though. I believe because like I remember him and because Tony. But Brown I love from him. Maryland too. Yes, Maryland. Glad you said. Because yeah, yeah. Baltimore play that. Baltimore, Baltimore don't play that. Y'all don't claim Tony Braxton. No, oh, the, like no. It's like so. It's like you know how people say, "Where are you from?" I'm from Baltimore, and they're like, "Oh, so you're from Maryland?" No, I'm from Baltimore. Okay, so that makes sense. Like. Don't tell me I'm from Pennsylvania. Right, you're I'm from, from Philly. Philly. Right, I'm from Philly. Because me mean? and Pittsburgh have nothing in common. So it's like that. So I think the Braxtons are like from like this oh. area, Silver Springish. We got, we got something like that. We south, got, more south. Uh, oh, Severn. Okay. Is Raheem Devon? He from? He from Washington. Okay, so I was right. D, wait. Washington. DC, yeah, oh, like, guy, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so but he's still a great singer, and we like him. Yeah. Too. Okay, I thought he was Baltimore. Um, who else do I know Baltimore? Oh, uh, you said Lil Mo. Uh-huh. Mario. Listen, first of all, okay. Mario. <laughs> Listen. I like I like that Mario. Okay. I, I like him. You know what I mean? And like, I've always been a fan of it because he was like, we literally watched him grow yes, up. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Doing his music. And, it, and I never looked at Mario like in a, ooh, you know what I mean? Like a way. Out, he was 15 in 02. Yeah, he was like a kid. He was, he's by age. And so. Wow. So like, but it wasn't, <laughs> but it wasn't until the versus battle that he did with Omarion that I was like, well, hello. Can I, can I, can you I are really grown. quick talk about, talk about that versus real quick? Yes. Mario versus Omarion. I, I was wrong. What were you wrong about? Um, 
I knew Mario could sing. Okay. I just didn't think, I didn't know he doesn't really have hits. Okay. Omarion on paper should yeah. have cleaned his clock. Should have. But, but but did not. That's not what I saw. No. I saw a funny nigga from Baltimore. So you knew Mario <laughs> you knew Mario could sing, but you yes. didn't know that he could sing. I knew he could sing. Oh, oh you okay. But that not what versus is about. Versus is about hits. Is it? For the most part, yes. Because I think that's what the intention of the verses was supposed to be, and then I think it went to but something see, else. They're not. Most of them aren't trying to out sing each other, except that one. Because yeah, like <laughs> because because hit for hit, okay. And okay. this is me being unbiased. Hit Omar, for hit, Omarion. Omarion has easily, more hits. Easily. However. However. Mario was dog walking him. I don't know how. From the vocal standpoint. But I think it's because also Omarion wasn't choosing good songs either. But also, like, if you're a fan of them, you're watching this too. So Mario was winning with B-side cuts that people that maybe not be a Mario fan are looking at. And they're like, but no, his his people was like, oh, yeah, we forgot about that one. Yes. Um, I forgot something. I forgot somebody. Paula Campbell. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Paul, shout out to Paula Campbell. Yo. Yeah. Young niggas don't know about Paula Campbell. They really don't. Young niggas don't know about Paula Campbell. But no, um, we were talking about Mario and yes. the verses. And again, shout out to Paula Campbell. But it wasn't, it was okay. It was more so he was winning with B cuts. He was singing. He was giving his. Singing. And this is the first time you're like, oh, shit. Like, we. We missed. We mm-hmm. missed out. So, man, Mario's definitely from Baltimore. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Um, and I and I, I know the Baltimore people are gonna be like, you know, you forgot to, but you know, it's, we it's, didn't forget Drew Hill. By the way, y'all just shut the fuck up. Because I love Drew Hill. All all 76 versions of them. Okay. <laughs> 76. Yes. Yeah, I opened for them one time. How was? It? Did you do the jump? No, no, no. I just didn't do that. I just, do they tell you not to do the jump? No, I just did my little jokey jokes. And then, I would have did the jump. Know, <laughs> but I, I was now. I was on the side of the stage while they was doing, performing. Doing the jump. Tell me. I, yeah, I would have yeah, gone. If, if I sure. ever opened for Drew Hill, I would have been like, yo, I know y'all got y'all thing, but can I do the jump with you? That's all. I would have loved that. Do you mind that if I, I have to do the, like, you know what? That's on my bucket list. Mm. I want to do the jump with, and I want the original. I don't want Drew. I don't want to do the jump with the new niggas. You don't want Drew Hill two point eight. I want Woody, Jazz, Nokio, Cisco. Woody's probably not going to be there. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he's probably not going to be there. He's right. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. All right. But let's talk about Drew Hill. <laughs> okay. How much do they really mean to Baltimore? They mean everything. To Baltimore, mm-hmm. because before they were, first of all, let's talk about before they were famous. Before, I hear about before that. they were famous. So Drew Hill, D R U Hill, is the name of the group, but that's how Druid Hill is pronounced yeah. in Baltimore because of you know the accent. So it's actually Druid Hill, which is over west. Wow! Right. So, so, the, so really, the group is called Druid Hill. No, it's Drew Hill, like we say. But no, no, no. Hear me out. I got aggressive. Yeah, you did. It's like, God damn, wait a minute. Hold on. I, I get it. But the original pronunciation is actually Drew Hill, but because Baltimore, that, that accent, you only hear Drew. Drew. Yeah. So it's Drew Hill. Drew Hill. Drew Hill. It's not Druid Hill. 
Drew Hill. Drew Hill. Yeah. Uh, and they used to be, so the harbor, you're familiar with the harbor. Yes. So they're, uh, you know, used to walk through, like the harbor was a place you could just go and kick it like on yeah. a Friday, Saturday, yeah. bunch of shops and do all this I stuff. I remember we used to drive down from Philly. My mom used to be like, yo, we driving down from Philly. To go to the Baltimore Harbor and hang out. Did y'all go to like the the Fudge Factory? Like I remember going. To, I remember going to the Fudge. I remember going to Phillips. I remember. Okay. Y'all had, I remember back yeah. in the day y'all had the ESPN zone yeah. down yeah. there. Right. So Drew Hill, they used to perform. They used to work at the Fudge, the, the Chocolate Place, and so people Baltimore, we would see and hear them singing while they're flipping the chocolate and doing. So they mean. They they so you're sweeping fu- you're sweeping chocolate. They yeah, they scraping and flipping. Tell me what you want. <laughs> they were singing that. Tell me what you need. But they were very important because we it was like watching these because they were and my mother, you know, my mother's way older. She remembers, she's like, I remember seeing them little boys. Them little I remember boys. seeing them little boys singing down the head, you know, flipping the chocolate. I don't know what the technique or what it's called, but they were, you know, flipping the chocolate and the liquid fudge mm-hmm. and, and and we knew them from that and then singing in like talent shows and then they have these things called um, like Kitty Disco. Um, so Kitty that Disco. Sound, that sound R. Kelly-ish. No, no. <laughs> but we, but put it like, he would not be allowed there. <laughs> <laughs> he can't come. He can't come. But it was like this big thing where Kitty Disco, because you know, it's like we turning up, we having fun as adults, but they had this Kitty Disco for the kids. Mm-hmm. So the kids would get fresh, get dressed up real nice, little kids. I'm talking about elementary school, middle school, and they would go and they would have these parties. And Drew Hill would like perform like all over, you know what I'm saying? The city. So they was like legit local. They were before. they were huge local yeah. before they went, you know what I mean? And even to this day, like they're a stable, like we love Drew Hill. They had songs that were in blockbuster films. You know what I mean? Like Drew we, Hill, we, they are still yeah. we love Drew Hill so much that we kind of ignore the fact that it's new members when they were swapping out and putting in mm. new members. Woody Jazz, Nokia, right. Cisco is what I acknowledge. And then like when they kind of split up and like they got back together, like that iconic infamous argument with them on air happened in Baltimore on 92Q. Wow. So they mean a lot to us. And we were sad when they broke up. We were sad sad when they broke up. And I will never forget. I was in the car and I heard it because it happened. It broadcast live. We heard it and we were like, the motherfuckers in, are they so in the studio fighting? On air in, give me just real quick. Give us the rundown of what. So happened. like they, I they, they were all a group together, and then like uh, Woody had stepped away for a little bit to I think pursue like the the gospel and, and that whole thing. So he wanted to do gospel. He yes. And what about and Cisco wanted and to do? But Cisco was still songs. very much committed to the group, but he did his solo projects. But, but he, he was, was still committed. He to was still committed to Drew Hill, and then. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And he was um, big solo, by the way. Absolutely. Cisco was, and I'm going to be honest with you real quick. I don't... What is it? Enter the Dragon? Yeah. Is it Enter the... the, the enter the Dragon. Which yeah, one was with... Which, which album is the one with Thong Song... And, Unleash the dragon. And, Unleash not the, the dragon. dragon. Unleash the dragon. Okay. Unleash the dragon. Mm. I don't know if it's a classic album. I would say it is. I wouldn't be mad at you. That's why oh, I'm biased. Right. But I would okay. again. I wouldn't say it's a classic. But I'm not too sure it's not a classic. 
Okay. Does that make sense? Okay, that's fair. I can't definitively say it's a classic, but I'm not too sure it's not a classic. That album had serious impact Fire. when it came out. And like, I just, I got to grab the back of your neck. Yeah. Like, nigga, that's hard. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, I know that song doesn't make that, but nigga, <laughs> like, it, he, Cisco wasn't playing on At Unleash all. the Dragon. That's all I want yeah, to I say. Yeah, think, I think that's what's called. I might be wrong, but Unleash the Dragon. Yeah, y'all gonna make me. Because I remember, yeah. I remember yeah. my friends had, y'all gonna make me unleash the yeah. derogatory word. After. Y'all, oh, we can't, okay, I was gonna say, sing it. No, I'm not saying that. But yes. But uh, go ahead. But yeah, so, what, what happened when they argued on air? So it was like, so my understanding was like, they were getting back together. They were reuniting. Everybody was all back together yeah. again. Woody, Jazz, Nokio, um, Cisco. And then when they got on air, Woody decided, hey, I'm not, you know, I y'all got it. Y'all going to be good. And y'all go enjoy the rest of the tour. And then everybody got upset. And him and Cisco, you know, they kind of got physical. And some years later, it came out. Woody did an interview and was like, no, that was like stage. Like, we planned that. And, you know, they were just trying to. And I was just like, wait, so that so that wasn't real? So it's like, depending on who you're talking to, it was like, we heard it. It sounded very much real. And okay. then some people saw the footage of it. Like, we saw the footage. Like, you could go on YouTube right now and still see the footage of it. And it's like. I don't know. That looks kind of real. So, yeah, so you said Drew Hill broke up on Aaron. And they, you're saying they yeah, tried they to broke like it was, up. It was bullshit. And, and they joke. tried to make it seem like it was like a, a what do you call it? A, a plan, a plot. You can tell when niggas are serious. Like a stage. Yeah. So, but like if you go back and look at it now, you could be like, man, he wasn't even hitting them for real. You know what I mean? Like, mm, you know what I mean? You a whore for real. You a whore for real. <laughs> and then, you know, they, they split up and Woody went on to do the gospel and his separate thing. And then, like, it was Jazz, uh, Nokio, and uh, Cisco. And then they brought in, uh, you know, like, Scola and uh, the other guy. And then they subbed them out. And now there's, like, two other guys. They used to be in a group. I can't think of the name, but they used to be in a duo, like, music You're group. like a Drew Hillologist. I love Drew Hill. Like, you're like a legit, like you're a, like. I have all their albums downloaded in my Apple Music. I don't play about Drew Hill. I mean, I don't either, but nah, it's just, them. wow. If they, if they say, Drew Hill's having a concert, I'm in that bitch. We going. I'm going. I don't care if all 18 of the members are on stage. Let's do it, man. Let's just sing, just sing the songs right. You want another album from me? No. So if you could get an original four album. <sighs> you produced by Hit Boy. Because he seemed to be doing everybody's people, shit. people forget, Nokio was that guy. Nokio got Angie Martinez. Okay, well, I wasn't talking I wanna about have, that. I, mean, I just want to acknowledge that. Nokio, Nokio had prime Angie Martinez, too. Not to say that she's not fine now. Yeah, no, I like, get what you're saying. In the 90s, Angie Martinez was... She was very much that. You got to remember, out of all the niggas that was coming to the station, she chose him. And they're little guys. Yeah, they are little. Uh, like I'm, I'm bigger than a lot of guys, but they're little guys. <laughs> they're little guys. Like, but they strong though. You know yeah, what I'm no, I, so, strong yeah. voices. Yeah, 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 but you're strong. I remember one time he was in a nightclub and Cisco moved me out the way. Like he picked me up and moved me out the way. So, I do want to talk about Drew Hill in this sense. Mm -hmm. I do think, as a group, singing wise, they're very. They're one. They they might be like second or third singing wise. Mm -hmm. Like, if we're just talking voices, to me, mm -hmm. the gold standard is Boys to Men mm -hmm. as a group. If we're talking singing as a group, Boys to Men is the gold standard. Which is one of their influences, and they but will say after it. Boys to Men, bro, I, I could put Drew Hill in that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I could put, they could, dumb nigga, Cisco can sing, dog. He can sing. Like, like, if we're really taking a lead singer of a group, let's take a mm -hmm. lead singer of a group. 
I put Cisco up against a lot of niggas. Yeah, he can go. Like, if we talk least singer of a male R&B group, I'd put him yeah. up against Ralph Tresve. I'd put him... I don't on. disagree I'd with put you. him up against... I mean, I mean, okay, maybe not Michael Jackson, right? But that's just... Nigga, I put him up against David Ruffin. I put him up against as a lead singer. Give me a harder. Give me, and I'm not saying he's the best, but tell me somebody as a lead singer group as that. Me like Cisco's the MVP of a, of a group. Like Cisco, he sings so passionately. It like like with emotion. Like I feel like whatever he's singing about, he went through that specific I forgot experience. KC might like to have a conversation. But yeah, well, Jodeci was heavily influencing take, them take, as well. I would take yo Cisco. Mm-hmm. If we're taking a lead singer, like you got to, you got to pick one lead singer to be like Cisco, dog. Mm-hmm. He, I'm not saying he carried Drew Hill, but he, it's like Drew Hill is good without him. Mm-hmm. He like he makes up a championship because he's a he's a leader. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's the definition of a lead singer. But I think a lot of times, like when we're talking about groups, I think people just focus on that one person. Every member of Drew Hill is important. They can all sing. Yeah, no, totally and if you listen to the albums, you can, like, I know, like, just hearing, I'm like, oh, that's jazz. Right. Oh, that's Woody. Oh, that. They all can sing. So, and I agree with that. My point is, is like, so I talked about how I think Boys the Men is the best singing group, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, all of them can sing, right? So we're mm-hmm. talking Wanye, but there's no there's no technical lead singer of Boys the Men. Really? I thought, it no, was, I thought it was Wanye. There's no real lead singer. Okay. Sean can sing, Wanye can yeah. sing, Nate can sing, and Mike is the baritone. Yeah. But they all of them can do a part, and it you know what yeah. I'm saying? I say that to say though, but when it comes to groups like Drew Hill, it's no doubt outside of the fact that they all can sing. Cisco is the lead singer. Yeah, because he can sing, he can dance, like he's very physical and animated. Like, yeah, he, Cisco is that guy. And that's all that matters. I still listen to his music, like even today. So do I. Yeah, I don't play so around. Do I. Todd Davis, we gotta wrap this up. Hey man, thanks for having me. I'm sorry we couldn't go long because we could talk about this all day. All night. I'm glad all night. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming on. Glad you came through. I always love when you come through. And uh check us out on the space show. Hey, man. Playoff Spades is coming. I am excited about it. Right, I can't good. wait. Check us out. Thank y'all for the time. you plugging anything, I apologize. Uh, you know, hey, man. I, you know, I'll be around. You know, follow me on my social media, at Comedian Todd Davis. Whatever your preference is, that's where I'm at. Except for Snapchat. I ain't on that. I ain't on that either. And OnlyFans. I'm not there either. I need to go there. I probably should. All right. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for laughing. This podcast is over. Attention restaurant owners, claim your first month free with Crisp's all-in-one point-of-sale system for franchises. Our platform saves you valuable time while providing the necessary tools to expand operations. With our franchising toolkit, we elevate team performance and offer exceptional customer experiences. Book a demo at crispqsr.com to win an iPad and see how we can take your business to the next level. If you want legendary service, if you want sweeter discounts, save by bundling auto and home with insurance. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. <laughs> 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.